0: Welcome back to another episode of the Adult Lesson Show. I'm your host, Ed Ader, joined today by Tim Slater, Scoop Macheski, and George Frizard.
1: How you doing today, fellas? Not too bad. Yeah, doing pretty good. You switched up the order again. <laughs> That's a staple. Keep it, keep yeah. it Keeping out it us on our toes. That's why
2: I don't do show notes
0: anymore because I spend so much time debating what order is. <laughs> names, in that I now you
2: just shoot from the hip every time. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't have time. Um, oh, no, that's that's premeditated.
2: <laughs> you make it look
0: so easy. <laughs> so, Tim, what have you been playing since? We had a short week. It's only been, what, four days, five days since yeah. we talked last? But
2: Yeah. Um, honestly, not that much. I did end up finishing up and then getting the platinum on Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Uh, nice. Am I the only one not to finish that then? You finish that? I, f- I have not platinum if I finish it, yeah. I got pretty into it. Um, I had kind of a uh, ebb and flow of my interest to that game. I kind of lost I like was really into it when I first started it, kind of lost it towards the middle. And then there was just some moments and some of the gameplay just really started to click with me uh, as I played some more of it. And I would say the last like six to eight hours of gameplay I was I was just really into it and just wanted to get all the way through it and do everything I could. Um, I ended up, uh, the last trophy I needed to get the platinum was just find all the craggle bears or whatever. Craggle I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Anyways, all the teddy bears. There's one in each world. Uh, There's no way in the game to know which ones you've gotten other than just going to the location. Mm. And I missed one of them, and it was the ninth planet I went back (laughs) to recheck of the nine of them. Mm. um that i went
0: reminiscent of getting all the feathers in, uh assassin's yeah. creed 2 i remember i had 99 and i like looked up a guide and went to every yeah. it was right. like because like the, the wor- 77th one on the youtube right. video. the worst part
3: of that was like if you already had like 20 yeah. and then you looked at the guide you were like i have no idea what I'm 20 i got so yeah. i gotta go through all of them again <laughs> i did that and i
0: had 99 yeah. like i got 99 somewhat naturally <laughs> and then like had to look up
3: yeah, the last one. But yeah, there's the last same one thing. In there's air no quotes. way
0: to know which ones
3: you got.
2: Yeah, it was super frustrating. I mean, obviously there's only nine, but I almost gave up because I went to the same planet like three times, and I was like, I know for a fact I got this one, so I just like skipped that one on my like double check. And then ended up being like, all right, I'm just going to go through in one. order. <laughs> and then I found it and got the Platinum and immediately deleted the game. And was yeah. like, That's enough. <laughs> but I had a, had a great time with it. That game, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. That's I've, 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 I played
0: a little bit more of it since last time we talked, but... It's not hooking you? I think I'm getting back into it a little bit. I just, I have a long way to go. I think I'm in the part where you were saying I was slow, Tim. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ratchet and Clank is not a game I imagine you can really take breaks from and keep coming, returning to and playing piecemeal. It's something you, you either,
3: power yeah, because yeah, I played, I think I played in platinum that game within the span of like three days or something. Yeah, like I just didn't stop playing that. I'm game. Not just... like a
0: three month plan. Like, <laughs> I'm it, not platinum. I sure should not platinum. Uh, either, but... It
3: feels super good to play,
2: and I can't imagine taking more than a couple days off that game, and then like. I imagine that's what happened to me, is I started it, then took a couple days off, and then, like, you just lose that flow. It's hard lose, to come back to, yeah. for sure. So the more you play it, the more you get a feel for the controls, the better it feels, and, like, the more you just want to keep which is, playing Which it. is ironic, because
1: it's kind of sold as a... Like, it can be played by younger
2: people, children. Which I think it definitely can be. Yeah. It's not a hard game. I just think, like, the way it gets its hooks into me, specifically, is just, like, when it's firing on also, yeah. when my gameplay is just like really smooth and I'm not getting hit and like dashing around all the enemies, your like, eyes are bleeding after a couple hours right. from
0: that seamless gameplay. Exactly.
1: I the only thing I wanted more of were, the, were those combat arenas, specifically the objectives. My favorite part of those combat arenas were the ones that force you to use only one gun. You can have my combat arena.
0: I really, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> <had enough> <laughs> i really
2: liked the weapon juggling combat arena. Yeah, in the third, uh, I think it's in the third pack. Where it's like you get a weapon for five kills, and then it just gives you another random weapon that you have to get five. was yeah, like that like the Call of Duty
0: gun game shtick where you like cycle through. Each yeah, gun. yeah. I
2: remember that the really f-
1: that's pretty cool. Literally, the first time I played, I did that one. The first three. Guns they gave me were the three I had never tried before. When I did it, I tried... I'm going to be screwed because
2: I use, like, two guns. I don't don't try any of the new ones. I don't buy any of the (laughs) I got all I need right here. I think, like, three of the five guns that I played... Because I think you only have to get, like, I don't know, a couple kills with each one. And, like, three of the five guns that I had, uh, I didn't even buy. So I knew nothing about. I just, like... I think it's the first time I used the, like, rocket launcher... Uh, the Bombardier, or whatever it's called. Oh, was, yeah, like was the Airstrike first, one. The yeah. one where you send up like it. a, it drops mines from no. it above. Um, it pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. I mean,
3: those games have always had really cool weapon design. Like, that's kind of part of the charm of the Ratchet and Clank series is like, the really wacky Over weapons and like. Weapon. I don't know if we could just get
0: like another Resistance game. Oh, I would love I that. To I would go say. back to
3: Resistance in two seconds. I would love that game. Yeah, that
1: game had a gun where you could shoot through walls. The ag-
0: which... aggerator, yeah. yeah. agitator—I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> it was something like agger. Did yeah, Ratchet and Clank
1: like... ever have a weapon like that? Mm. Or is that does Resistance have the co- like the license to that?
0: I'm sure they've done something similar. I don't know. I, that, I remember that feeling super unique though mm. and cool. Yeah, they had
2: the one gun in uh, Rift Apart where it would shoot like a thing underground, and then it would pop up. So if an enemy was behind a barrier, you could like launch it under the barrier. That was that's, in Rift Apart. Yeah, that's pretty Man, I don't think I ever. You know that one.
3: Yeah,
2: I'd never. No, that's I... how they like sold it to you in the shop. It was like, if somebody's behind a barrier, shoot this, and it'll go right under the barrier. Huh, I must have not been paying attention. I mean, there aren't a lot
3: of situations where that's. No, entirely. I don't, I don't yeah. think yeah. I whole, ever like... use it for that. Look, exactly. I don't think I've even seen an enemy crouch by her. In that <laughs> That's the game. thing. I was like, I don't <laughs> hmm. God, The AI in that game is not very smart. No.
1: Alright. I'm putting it out there. Before next week I'll I'll cross off
3: the list too. It could be our first We can do like a full deep dive in it.
0: We don't do got to No, <laughs> I think we've <laughs> done enough deep dives. We, we've Ratchet talked a lot about that. game. All due I respect just,
3: to Ratchet and Clank.
1: I, yeah, it's not a game that's suitable well for a, like a deep dive. Yeah, that's
0: but right. it'll it'll be the first game we all crossed off the list since we started the podcast. All right, so. it's probably not going to be a great except time for Backbone. For you. I guess. Does it doesn't seem
1: like you're having a great time with it? <laughs> I gotta do. I gotta yeah. see it through. How close are you? Nah. <laughs>
0: I, like whatever you guys you were online. talking about, oh, yeah, I don't no know idea. what the hell. Okay. Uh, second Are you or a a, battle, arena you're at the big open.
2: Well, the I battle arena you had to do finish the big before open. that.
0: Like, I finished the one where you get the boots and you zoom around everywhere.
2: I think you you're probably over halfway. No, no. I would imagine just over what, halfway. That's, yeah, that's, that's not very long. He's at the one where like the with all the lore planet? No, it's like the fourth or fourth, fourth or fifth I think, but you double back to. I've definitely done like the
0: optional. I don't know if there's a full optional planet, but there's those full, like, those optional areas. So I've done some of that. Yeah, the, I mean, that game is,
3: gonna... like, as side quest-oriented like, as you want it to be. You don't have to do any Oh, yeah, objective. I'm done with all
0: that shit. <laughs> Just... I, so, the worst part is, like, it feels really good. Like, that game, there's, there's a lot to like. I, I'm, I'm kind of playing out my negativity <laughs> towards it. I think it's a good game.
2: Yeah, I like that game a lot. Yeah, that's the only thing I've put any time into since we last spoke, though. So
0: I like it more than the other games I've been trying to chip away at, which are the... Uh, i put some more time in Dungeons & Dragons, Dark Alliance. That was a beautiful segue, <laughs> then, if you don't mind me saying. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I do my best. I also played a little more of Little
1: Nightmares 2, and both of those are kind of... dragon. Yeah. So Little Nightmares 2, does it just not feel good? Exactly. Okay. There's, like, combat-y
0: I like I still like the puzzles, even though they're kind of trial and error-y. I, I know I already aired my grievances on those. Those are still okay. It's just, like, some of these ones where you actually got
2: to hit a dude with a pipe or whatever, it just sucks. It just I wasn't super high on Little Nightmares 1. Um, I love the end of that game. I don't know. I just didn't... It, it never, like, sunk its teeth into me, really. Anyway, it's a short game, and... Uh, I, I just feel like it doesn't this one's do a little longer, what like, Limbo and <laughs> Inside did really well for as similar as, as it is. Yeah. That's
0: a
1: shame because the aesthetic looks so promising to me,
0: and that's why I'm still going. I think
1: there's some really creepy, cool stuff. But
3: I'll get. I think I got like one more decent play session to finish it up, so I'm gonna see it through. But Dark Lions, has got any patches or anything? Is it still a mess?
0: I mean, I haven't tried to play the online or anything. It seems pretty okay to me. Like, I didn't notice anything super glitchy. It's just super generic. I mean, that's a game where, like, you throw a show on in the background. Yeah, yeah it's
1: super generic. <laughs>
0: it's kind of a mindless... It does, like, all that weird difficulty stuff, but, like, I don't find myself wanting it to be hard, so I'm just leaving it on normal and being overpowered. Like, with my gear now, it's suggesting that I bump up yeah. the difficulty, and I'm just like...
3: No, I'm okay. Right. It does I mean, the mechanic. I'm okay rights, with this like, being you know, easy
0: and mindless and yeah. throwing
3: on a podcast and yeah. hanging out. Yeah, yeah, I still haven't tried that yet. Like I said, I think first time we talked about it, it seems pretty similar to that uh, Warhammer yeah. Mortal game. Which, it might be interesting if we tried it together.
1: I'd be, I'd be down. That might help. I, I think it needs at least one more patch before give it another try. <laughs> yeah. One more patch, and all four of
3: us will get on together and yeah. try it out. I mean, it's on Game Pass, so. Really no harm, no foul if you play it for right. an hour. Alright, Tim. I didn't mean to completely steal no, your... No, your... I was trying to pass it over to you. So that worked. <laughs> hey, he said he only played Ratchet and Clank. Stuart,
0: what have you been playing? Uh,
1: Final Fantasy VII Remake integrate the uh, the Yuffie chapter. I'm um, about two and a half hours in. It's... Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I wouldn't say I love it. It's weird because... It, without giving too much away, it throws you into Mid- uh, Midgar. So they're reusing all the assets, but it looks beautiful on PS5. And it's really heavily foreshadowing. I know I think three of you here have played Final Fantasy VII, the original. So you know, like, the whole Junon kind of battle that happens. Uh, there's these... There's, like, this new mini game that opens up where it's isometric, very tactical. I was not very good at it, so... A little frustration. Yeah, that seems like something I'm going to be really, yeah, really into. <laughs> yeah, George might be into that. It's kind of like a rock paper scissors type of deal where you can. There's three different kinds of uh, combatants you can put on the field. There's like a, a vanguard. I think that's like the the range. Oh yes, I,
0: I I've watched some gameplay. of This it
1: looks really yeah. cool. <laughs> you really, yeah, it looks really cool. I just. It Looks wasn't what I was. It does look tough, though. Because the, my least favorite part of, of the original Final Fantasy VII was the Junon part. So I'm like, oh fuck, because I my my anxiety was like lingering <laughs> the whole time. I was like, I hope we don't have anything. This sucked to do twenty Junon. years ago, and it yeah. sucks now. <laughs> well, it's like this is Midgar. This is yeah, yeah. we should be doing uh, whatever Yuffie's thing is, which I honestly didn't even remember from the original. So. My first 30 minutes with the game, I'm just going around, and all the side quest givers in Midgar are just giving me these uh, tactical missions. It's like a board game they all have, and it kind of... Oh, I'm playing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Tonight. yeah, other, <laughs> other than that, uh, you're going around with an, another companion. I don't know if he's in the original. I honestly don't remember, but he uh, you can't control him directly. He's kind of like Red Thirteen in that regard, hmm. um, but yeah, it's just the same Final Fantasy VII remake combat, uh, much harder than I remember the remake being initially.
3: And that's the first time you played the like PS Five version of that game. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm still slightly chipping away. I kind of took a break um, with that one, but that game does look and run really, really good on PS Five. Oh, it's unbelievable.
2: I do want to throw in: We're not sponsored by Sony or PlayStation (laughs) at all. Yeah, fanboys over there. Oh, I think I think we all have our problems with PlayStation, but yeah,
1: when they their bread and butter bones to pick, but their bread and butter right now is they're doing a really good job with these expensive looking titles. That's like that's their thing now. They make games that look like the next generation. Like it's
3: you know it's not going to get any better than this, even though it's like an outported PS4 game. Yeah. Like, up yeah. and all that. But it does, I think it does take, like, make good on They're know, giving a lot of these games that treatment. Yeah.
0: Have they done that with Blast of Us 2 yet? Has that gotten, like, the full blown 60 frames, yada, yada, no, yada? No, yet. yet, No.
2: I think that's what I. Maybe I'll finally play that game when that <laughs> happens. I was, like, a little disappointed when I beat Ratchet and Clank. I've been looking for, like, what's my next game on PS5 going to be? And there's not a ton of titles that are. Eternal. Like, we got to play Returnal. <laughs> i I, I got I to play that. But, uh, yeah, there's just not that many titles. There's borrow, a lot uh, that they've talked about. Demon Souls, if you want. No, I'm not <laughs> doing that
1: either. <laughs> That's funny because it's a bummer because those are probably the two best games outside of Ratchet and Clank, but those two games couldn't be further from
2: what your interests are. Right. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I might check out Returnal. It sounds kind of interesting. It doesn't sound like something I'm going to, like, play to completion by any means but like i might check it out it just is also pretty steep paying 70 bucks for a game it i know i probably 50
0: for a while i don't know if it still is but yeah like that's already so. oh there's like a summer once. sale going yeah but yeah, i've seen it I'm like best buy and stuff for
1: 50 i don't know if that was temporary or so i'll do a segue now because i think a couple weeks ago I looked on my friends list on PS5 and I saw George was playing Returnal. So, do you
3: have any thoughts on Returnal? Yeah, I mean, I haven't picked it up in a little while because it is pretty hard. I think I do like the game. I think it it incorporates the best use of like story in a roguelike to me with the have You played Hades? No, I haven't played Hades. Hades okay, so never played Roguelike. Very... No, I've, I played Roguelike. <laughs> the story in and Hades I played is Dead Cells. Amazing, so, but I think that and like makes the world feel really cool, where you're like stumbling on, you know, the audio tapes of your past selves that has died in previous runs, and like exploring the lore of that. I mean, the setting of it is something that's like very interesting and cool with, you know, kind of the obvious alien motifs, and the biomes are very different from one another, so it kind of gives you, you know, stark change of environment when you actually go from one place to the next. I mean, the Comet feels really good, as a mark game generally does. feels very fast and fluid, you know, I never really saw any big frame rate dips or anything.
0: Um, it looks really nice.
3: Yeah, I I, th- I mean, the big issue with that is, much like any other, like, mark super arcade game, is, like, once you kind of start going downhill, it's over. Like, mm-hmm. that run's just done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, one mistake, and you're done. One yeah. mistake, <laughs> you run into, like, one enemy type that you hate to fight against, or right. you pick up one shitty weapon. And that might be 45 minutes into the run. Yeah, then. and then you're going, well, that was a botch. Yep. Didn't really get too much out of that one. And so it just gets a little bit discouraging, as any roguelike is. where. I mean, that one has has certain things that kind of... Um, like, like unlocking the weapons and the weapons are available in earlier biomes is kind of cool. Certain weapons are like permanent to your body. Like Once you get the, like, lightsaber you can cut through things and you can use it as a weapon and you always have that when you start. There's like another tool that I haven't gotten yet but I know is like for some kind of traversability aspect where you can build bridges. Like, I've seen the paths where you to can go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where I'm like, man, if I had that, that'd be cool, because this would make this entire first area totally different, because I can access all these places that right. I couldn't for these first 10 runs, right. 20 runs. Right, kicking the ladder down. Right, so definitely some cool stuff in that regard. It's just, it's pretty tough. Like, it's, and it's not that tough in terms of, like, it's, it's like, the enemies are hard or anything. It's really, like, gear-based difficulty, mm. which kind of feels bad for a roguelike, because it's like, oh... I didn't get the assault rifle, so I, this whole, like, I'm just going to have to use this shitty weapon until right, I find right. it, and then that's going to make me get damage. so I'm not going to be able to beat the boss, because I'm damaged by the time I get there. You so. say you beat the first
0: boss, or just got... Yeah,
3: I've beaten mean? the first boss, I've gotten two the second boss. Gotcha. Um, you know how many there are? I think there's four. I think there's five... Four five. is, like, the gold standard of roguelikes. I think That's there's... a sweet spot. Every, every... Either four areas or four bosses, like every single room. every like classic like as play. <laughs> as far as I know, there's five biomes, but one of them doesn't have a boss, mm. um, or at least that's what I heard. So Maybe there's like a little hub in the
1: middle. Some yeah, something like relief. that. How do uh, we? How do we feel about levels in video games now being called biomes? I think that I feel like that's the more I feel like, like it's. Uh,
3: there's a difference between a level and a biome. You think there is? Yeah, because I think like. Horizon Zero Dawn has biomes. Like, that has areas that are very different. It's an open world game, but there's
2: like the forest biome and the mountain biome mm. and like and the, the snow desert. biome. And the
3: like, there's it's one giant map, but there's very different
2: areas. Like, Red of Dead it. Redemption 2, you start in the snow biome and then you move to like the desert west, Old West biome and then you move down to like the foresty yeah, like, kind of swampy. I just call them
0: camps one, two, three, four, <laughs> five. But here's the.
1: <laughs> Because, yeah, I agree with you, but with Returnal, it's a very linear experience. You're going from right. one biome to the other. You can't pick and choose which one you want to go to. It's it's a very, like, linear progression. So,
0: like, I wouldn't call the chain, like, there's definitely four distinct areas in Rogue Legacy. I wouldn't call it biomes. Like, it's a 2D, you're in a castle, basically.
1: Yeah, I, I just, I think Like, it's, now you're in the swampy yeah.
0: part of the castle, but I don't know. Maybe biome's the right word, we're just... <laughs>
1: Well, I keep hearing in trailers now that, like, with all these SATA plays and what have you, Nintendo Directs, people are... I've noticed people are not calling levels levels anymore. They're calling them biomes. And I just thought that was interesting, because it's like... Maybe it's just, like, more dynamic of a word or something. That's why I I ask, because I kind of like it.
3: I think it's cool, and I think that the actual biomes in Returnal are cool and interesting and Mm. very different from each other, and, like...
2: Well, here's the way I would say it. I would say... The best way to describe it would be, like, Mario, each world is a different biome, but there are levels within that, and it's, I think that's how, like, world doesn't translate as well to, like, an open world game, because right. you can't say it has different worlds if it's all in on one map, so right. it's, like, yeah. biome is a subset of the open world, in right. this case, it's
3: a little different, because, like, you're... Right, you're actually traveling between them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know story wise if you're like actually going to a different planet if you're actually going like I don't like know it, what the like, I would assume lore it's open it area
2: is. style in Returnal.
3: More than it is open world. Yeah, I mean and it's you're... it's hard to tell because like that whole game, it's almost like a Souls game where, like you could completely miss what the story is and just play the game. Yeah, where like if you're not picking up the glyphs to read the messages to figure out the deeper understanding what's going on in the world or you miss a couple audio tapes or you miss you know the in-world lore stuff is definitely missable where you could just be like i'm just playing a game because it has cool guns and i want to shoot aliens and i'm i got the key and now i can go to this thing and i'm gonna go do
1: that so it's just funny thinking of like a sadomasochistic person playing through like i gotta get my fucking uh roguelike fix i don't care about this lore and this like <laughs> this well-received game I, i'm just here to to skipping all the dialogue fight. in hades yeah. it's just like
0: ah, i don't i don't give a shit about that i just want i just love the gameplay i just want to fight i think there's definitely people like that though
3: Oh yeah, like yeah. for sure like gluttons for punishment <laughs> yeah yeah they just want to be able to say they beat the whole thing in one run
2: yeah
3: and well, like the satisfaction of that like almost like a soul's boss where. Once you figure it out, once you get all the... Everything aligns and all the stars are the perfect way, yeah. and you do it, and then you feel really good when it's all over. Nothing like it. Nothing like and it. And then you feel like <laughs> shit 30 minutes later. <laughs> get that, little, that little serotonin burst. Oh, yeah, and then, then you get dry. to
1: the next guy. Yeah. <laughs> no. so but, yeah
0: I, I think that's going to be my next... Once I beat Ratchet and Clank. I think that's going to be my next PS5 endeavor.
1: I really want to play it, I just know... It's going to take a lot out of me. Yeah. And I'm not a very patient person. So
0: It's been a few weeks since I played, uh, what do you call it, Cyber Shadow? I'm, I'm ready for a challenge. Oh, fuck, that! <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm ready to get hit in the mouth again. Yeah. <laughs> you going to play anything else, George? Um, I know I mentioned it. Our last episode, Lost Dimensions, which is the atlas uh, strategy, game, like JRPG. So I beat that the other day, found out that there's a second true ending where you have to beat the game a second time to get. So Do you have to check any boxes along the way, or is it literally just like beat the game, on uh, new game plus? As far as I know, you can... There's like multiple endings because basically if you get to the last floor and, like, your whole team is traitors, that's mm. an instant game over. Oh, okay. Because it's, like, you fucked up, yeah. and nobody's on your side, and you're solo, and, you, and you're ass. dead. The other ending is, like, because there are those rooms where you vote on people, mm. if you're voted out, that's also, like, a different ending, no, where okay. it's, like, you didn't, uh, like, get the approval of everyone, and you got voted off and died.
1: Right.
3: And then there's, like, the standard ending when you beat the game, and then the, apparently the New Game Plus ending is, like, the true ending i don't know if you have to do anything additional hopefully not as far as i know the only <laughs> things that carry over are so you build like relationships with everybody along the way there's mm-hmm. like a like that little social aspect where you can talk to people and then once you get so close to them you can go do a loyalty mission for them and then they're like your comrade even though it doesn't really do anything for you right but you can do it anyway and that that carries over and um when you start up the new game plus file Essentially, each character has... I had, like, 22 points to spend, like, RPG points to level up everybody's abilities. Right. So they give you, basically, the option or, like, the points to buff everybody's moves right off the bat, so everybody's fairly strong. The issue with it is, though, that everybody's still, like, a very low-level character, so certain moves, I, like, don't even have the ability to use them yet because my character is not high enough level yeah, but i have right. like pumped points into it so it's like yeah that'll be cool in like two worlds if that guy lives <laughs> right but i mean they do make it a point they do make a point of it that you know the traitors are different second time around um the weird thing is that the first big story beat like the first big where you choose someone to kill is like it's very obvious who you should kill like mm. it's a story beat that this person is a traitor and everybody votes out and kills him. And I don't know if, if they're, they're gonna, gonna repeat that, that beat, right? Like with that same character. Are they gonna mm. switch the character? Are they going to not have that at all? And so I'm interested to see like what that is. And I don't know if I'm going to completely beat the game again. I mean, it's I say short, but it was like 14 hours. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, kind of a big. game. Is. I mean, short for like a JRPG, I guess, but yeah. still, you know, fairly long game. And so one that uh, I've just kind of been powering through, playing the side quests and stuff. And you know, having right. a show on in the background and just kind of playing those side quests. I mean, the the biggest issue I had with it was the last level was pr- like the last few missions were pretty tough and required like a decent amount of grinding, especially because it's a big ass to do that twice in a row. Right, and the because like the special, basically every character has a unique like end game weapon, and those are all exorbitantly expensive. So right. you have to like keep running the quests that give you the most money so you can buy the thing to keep to go back and beat the other thing so it's like you're having to replay missions that you'd already beaten and <laughs> it becomes a podcast game yeah like, right yeah. i mean it's like and that's kind of i think why i'm not really sick of it yet is because i you're kind of i have stuff. other things around me to distract right. like i know exactly how the game plays like i think what i <laughs> like, I think what's gonna break my heart is like if the characters that i really like the first playthrough mm. are traitors and i'm like right. that's gonna suck because like i really thought that character was cool and like yeah. So that's going to be hard. I, I I mean, it's like, it's a double-edged sword, because it's like, I kind of want to try out a new team, like, I want to see what the different, how all the different characters play, but at the same time, it's like, I grew to like those characters that I had by the beat, by the time I beat the first game, because, like, they were with me through the whole first game, <laughs> so right. it's like, if I have to vote them off, it's going to hurt a lot more, because now I know, like, I've used them a lot, like, yeah. they're... <laughs> Falling in love with these <laughs> two. <Right. characters. laughs> right. Yep. And, and like, that's not even a JRPG where the story is that strong, like... Which is another reason why it's like I don't know if I'm really gonna power through the end. Like, everything just feels kind of generic, but I really like the gameplay loop and I really like that style of game. The like, kind of third person strategy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm. I think if I don't get my head turned by something, like if there's not a game that I really need to <laughs> play this second, I I'll probably play that through to the end and like put the thirty hours in and get the true ending and then never play it again. But, I mean, it's definitely something that I liked I liked revisiting. I'm glad I came back yeah. here and bought it in the Steam sale, because I think that was kind of an underrated gem. I'm looking Vita. forward to yeah. checking it out at some it's point. Like a, it's, it's, a good,
1: meant, but... it's a good backlog summer game, it sounds like. Like you said, when there's nothing really big around the corner coming out, you can just kind of fill your time with that.
3: Right. And, like, I definitely bought a few other games in the Steam sale that I'm looking forward to checking out. Um, that, like, I want to get my hands on, but at the same time, it's like, I know if I drop... Lost Dimension. it's going to be really hard for me to come back and like yeah. actually get it. So you it's can't like...
0: juggle too many games. I'm juggling too many games right, right now. So I it's... feel
3: like I'm either going to get the true ending or I'm great. not. So it's like I kind of just have to focus and power through. But nice. that was that's the main thing that I've been playing. Nice. Speaking of
0: JRPGs, I, I started a game called Scarlet Nexus this weekend. Uh, probably about 10-12 hours in, somewhere in there. Um,
3: Made by the Tails team, as far as I know.
0: Yeah, I think the... We'll play near 10. The the director... (laughs) I want to do that soon. The director (laughs) of this game directed one of the Tales games and also worked on, like, the Smash Bros. games a lot. Okay. Which you can kind of see some of that fighting... Does it have that? ...style within the combat. So it it does... I'd say, like, that's kind of what I've seen as the selling point of this game, is the combat's somewhat unique. Um, It's a third person action game um but the big difference is there's two main characters and whichever one you choose it sounds like they both have these um powers where they can like throw things with their minds so you are be you'll be doing uh, like your typical you know whatever controller you use, but let's say you're using a PlayStation controller, square, square, triangle, square. But then if you like hold the right trigger at the right time, you can work in these, those like combo moves. Yeah. And like it, it's pretty in depth and it kind of gets to the point where like, if you, if you just button mash too hard, you'll end up in like an ongoing combo that kind of can screw you over. Like you, there's no cancel. So you're kind of like in that fight. So if you do this really slow, powerful attack, you're you're opening yourself up you're to committing to
1: what you're yeah. doing yeah
0: so like that get, i mean so far it's been very easy i like i said i'm ten to 12 hours in
3: i haven't died one time i haven't worried about my
0: gear really at all there's uh
3: is it like a looter in that sense like there's there, weird upgrade and all that it's or, closer to like the traditional like JRPG, jRPG where yeah. like
0: yeah okay once in a while like i picked kasane one of the two main characters to play as you pick one or the other at the beginning and their stories are intertwined Obviously. So you have to play
3: both of them. It's like a... Uh, if you want to see it Evil, all. A and B playthrough, probably. Yeah, exactly. If, and I think they're
0: more intertwined than that. So, like,
3: this other they're guy... Like three houses. like, the, like a three
0: house. Y- who is the other main character that you can play as, is constantly story... Mm-hmm. It's overlapping all the time. So I assume they're, like, pretty similar playthroughs. Um, You're playing it twice. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to play it twice. <laughs> I am... Uh, really enjoying kind of some of the bigger story beats. It, there's been a few like mouth, like jaw on the floor <laughs> for two minutes moments. Uh, there's been some shocking revelations.
1: How is the story presented?
0: Um, Cutscenes. I, I mean, there's a couple different things. So like the main story is very linear. We're um, going through these phases, which are essentially chapters and they're anywhere from a half hour to probably 90 minutes so far um and it's just literally like you keep going and you keep fighting things one of my biggest complaints so far is like two of the first five missions recycle the exact same environment like you're going through the same corridor you're going over here that's a chair there's the (laughs) same things you're throwing in space like for an
3: hour like of the so it relies on so of the first
0: seven hours you play the same one twice but i mean the enemies are slightly different and new and so it relies it's on you being really into the
3: combat, basically. Like, if you like the gameplay loop and you like doing the combos... There's a decent that. amount of
0: storytelling. Like, okay. there's... Don't don't get me wrong. There's a lot of cutscenes, and they, they tell a decent bit of story. Um, the side missions are trash. They are... <laughs> they are your typical... So there's, like, a hub world that you barely are ever in. Um, and it's kind of... Looks like a near-future Tokyo-type thing. Yeah. Um, but the there will be people there that will give you side missions, but it will literally be like, find three of this item that is worthless otherwise, yeah. and I'll give you this item that you could just pay money that you have too much of <laughs> in the store right there for. So there's no reason to do them whatsoever. They're boring. Um, they don't track well. They, and it's either that stuff. It's like, get three of this junk item or fu- kill two of these things in this specific way. Yeah, like, very Because you can, like, juggle characters in the air, so you can do, like, an uppercut and then jump up and attack them a bunch so it'll be like find two of these types of enemies and kill them in the air and the the enemies are called these others it kind of has this my hero academia thing where you are a young person that's been recruited into this special force i think it's called the other suppression force osf and if you have like special abilities they'll recruit you and then they give you pills that make you young forever so everyone's just like this 18 year old smoke show (laughs) like it's all very attractive young people um it's really goofy and some obviously have better powers than others some and and one of the cool things with the combat is you have allies and you can like kind of borrow their specialty so if you have someone that has an electric ability in your party you can temporarily borrow their electric ability and then kill
3: that water creature quicker um so it also has the pokemon like like weaknesses, says rock paper scissors and they do some
0: interesting stuff like that like there might be like a water truck in your level so maybe this enemy is not a water based enemy but you can throw the water truck on them now they're soaking wet now you get the electric power now you can kill them and it gets like more intricate like there's a not fear grid but there's like a skill tree and I just got a thing where I can have two of my allies things active at the same time so I might be able to get the electric guy and the super fast guy and like get it wet and now i'm just like really working this mm-hmm. thing down um my that stuff might be a little more interesting on a harder difficulty i'm playing on normal and like i said it's been pretty fine
1: Let's... it sounds like a platinum game i know it's not but
0: it kind of feels that yeah.
1: way um
0: but yeah the story is just over the top like you are ad- you're adopted by this super powerful conglomerate um and like, there might be some dirt there of what they're doing with the, you know, what right. kind of illicit activities. The third act twist is going to be you
3: turn on them, and
0: and then the other character you could have played as dad is like the ambassador of the country or something. So they're just like the two of the elites crazy stuff happens and and goes down and then the other thing is so like during a phase you're basically just stuck you're you're doing the main story um aside from maybe picking up those side quests if you're happen to be in that one area but in between phases you can do these bonding missions which are essentially like a visual novel style conversations with people oh i'm in so (laughs) and then yeah if you do that the more bonding missions you do the better the link is and then that gives them skills for when you're in combat but also might make your like you might be able to borrow
1: their power for longer so the bonding missions are pretty easy then bonding missions
0: aren't really missions at all they're just story they're conversations
1: that sounds Amazing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we can just get a game of that. It's yeah. just not all the other stuff. I don't know. Oh, I've got the game for you. I don't
0: know how <laughs> interesting.
3: Sentinels: are. <laughs> I don't know how
0: interesting the bonding missions are for the most part. There's a lot of characters, so it's kind of like I don't really care about any of them. This annoying mm-hmm. uh, character. Ah, uh, so they kind of throw away. For the most part, I mean, there's some sweet moments in there, but um, they kind of go too far into trying to make everyone be in like this gray area. Like every single person, it's like, wow, that person's really evil, but oh no, this is a lot of the things. <laughs> but or, they really or, have a hard level. They're brothers in trouble. <laughs> it's a lot of that yeah, kind it's of all storytelling. Like old tropes, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't believe how evil that guy is. Like I can't believe I thought that guy was <laughs> so evil. It is how the, the entire gameplay experience has been oh, for That's sure. awesome. So, I, I'm really enjoy I'm gonna power through I, like I said, I think I didn't look up how long to beat or anything, but if I had a guess, I think I'm about halfway. Uh, and you're 10 hours in? 10 to 12. So I think. I mean, that's without me caring at all about the side stuff or, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing the bonding missions, but seriously, that's probably a 20 minutes per every two hours of story. So it doesn't really add a whole lot to the length of the game. So.
3: We'll see. It's only one. But if
0: you're into, like, a super tropey anime story, that's. Yeah. it's it's one. I don't know if I'm ready to say <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty, good one yet. Pretty solid
1: tactical hack and slash combat. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think
0: it, it feels good. I would almost I'm not going to change it now, but I would almost suggest trying it on hard just because I think it's,
1: it would make it's it a like little
0: more
3: dynamic. It's I a little it mindless. And,
0: and I guess the one thing I will complain about though that would suck about that is a lot of times I found myself not, it's not hard but it's annoying because some of these things are so time consuming. Like you might fight this turtle creature every three rooms and it's
1: like god i don't want like (laughs) i I get
0: i get the i can do it but man it's gonna take me 10 minutes to fight this
1: right that's a lot of fight yeah that's like the
0: and there's probably a better way that i'm just not doing it right but like everything has a weak spot and you can you know if you hit the weak spot with the right element and have this thing going on you can make quick work of most things but there's a couple that i just haven't figured out so it's just a matter of chipping away and then running away when they do their attack coming back in get another combo
3: in but each combo does two percent of the health bar yeah it's like the last fight from it just gets uh, a little monotonous resident evil that but or, without
0: uh, the pot without the constant fail so it's <laughs> like it's
3: that if it was if he did no damage either. yeah
0: right so yeah that's what, I, that's what i've been playing i gotta finish one of these games <laughs> you just gotta pick one and i'm like knee deep in four games <laughs> four, yeah had very little news since the last time we, uh, we got together, but we did get some Persona teaser, I guess I'd say, more than anything. Uh, it's been confirmed that Persona 6 is in the works, and they're aiming to outdo Persona 5,
3: which is a small like bar. One of my top three games of all time. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, but there are
0: seven announcements coming uh, surrounding yeah. the Persona... 25th anniversary coming up in a couple months. So it sounds like it's all but certain that one of them is a phone game, uh, mobile experience. That's all I've really seen on that. I'm guessing we'll get like a dancing, another
3: I've rhythm seen, game. I don't know. I've seen a lot of rumors of Persona 4 coming to Switch since they've yeah. they recently ported Nocturne and there's been. A fairly reputable uh, Persona leaker said that it's coming, and this seems like the. Could you imagine if we got a three, four package on.
1: One through five should all be on Switch. That's a they tall ass. 1000 dollars No questions I
0: asked. Mean, it's
3: a no brainer. I mean, really, I think one and two is like a huge dark spot in most Persona yeah, fans' I backlog. Playing. I mean, I'm the same way, where I haven't played either one or two. I really love three through five yep. and like would play or, f- or would kid or you know entertain the idea of playing uh the one and two. Oh, oh i'd buy a pack of some two, people say today, for sure even today that two is the best one
1: so i mean i'm sure it's very good it, but i gotta check it out and if it was on switch that'd be a guarantee yeah
3: i mean i think that kind of portable because i think 4 Golden on Vita was a massive system yeah, seller. I, oh, I love that. Just that's because, why I got one. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's kind of the perfect home for it. They've done it with Nocturne. They've done it with, uh, you know, Strikers recently came out on it, which isn't necessarily the yeah. same style game, but it's within the Persona family. and that It, has, it, it would good. just make sense that they would put all those games on there, and I think it's been so long. Like, I don't even think we've ever had any kind of remake, remaster, remaster, anything of Persona 1 and 2. So I think them maybe putting those in a pack, putting four out on the eShop, I think that could probably sell huge. So oh, that, those games would sell crazy
0: good, I think.
3: I think if we got that and a announcement of like the next mainstay, Persona 6, that like would be a, trailer, a, little, just a, a teaser little teaser. Probably. That yeah. would be huge. That would be absolutely massive. Yeah, I wonder what they'll do next. I mean, honestly, they've been doing a lot with Five, you know, five had both the original, they had the royal, which, you know, isn't completely uncommon with like four and four golden, but.
0: Uh, it didn't have a fighting game yet, did it? I know four did. Persona 4,
3: Arena. Yeah, like I could see them squeaking out like one more Persona 5 spin off thing. Because we've had like the dancing game, we've had the remake, we've had the Mo- the Musou game. <laughs> yeah. Like I could see them squeezing one more out of five. We had the show, which sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Unfortunately, I never watched the show. Only only played Royal. But... Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, actually, you should watch it because we should talk about it. Oh yeah, we well, have the the, so- <laughs> the soccer
1: game Strikers. Yeah. I'm just kidding.
0: I still gotta play that. Strikers was awesome. That just came out It's just year, it's right? just
1: a straight up full on sequel to Persona Five, isn't it? Yeah. Like, but not
3: <laughs> to Persona Five Royal because that's right. explicitly yeah. missing the additional characters that they added in Royal. So it's a direct sequel to 5, not 5 So Royal. they gotta do a Strikers Royal Edition as well. Oh, I'd, I'd replay that, that game That might today be worth today the 7 <laughs> Strikers was really fun. Like, that game was really cool. So, I don't know. Like I said, I'd like to see... Even if I don't play it, if they squeaked out, like, one more Persona 5 add-on game. Oh, they will. If they did, if there's a teaser for Persona 6, would be huge. And... I I think some stuff to the pie in the sky would be some of those old ones ported to Switch would be huge as well. Like they they have the opportunity to sell a lot of stuff on the eShop if they play their cards right. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm excited for whatever they they announce. I don't know if I'm going to play a phone game, but
3: yeah, phone game is like the thing I'm least interested in. Yeah, not that I wouldn't play it, but it's the thing I'm least interested in.
1: Right.
0: I don't know if I'd classify this as news, but uh Hideo Kojima said that you shouldn't consider the dust stranding director's cut a death stranding director's
2: cut. <laughs> I tried to follow that series of tweets <laughs> and it was very confusing and like
0: He basically just said like this isn't stuff that was on the cutting room floor, this is new stuff. So that's But stuff. didn't that's he name it? Director's it, cut? I, I don't. I would. I you mean, would it's he his, would have the final say. Yeah. It's, Ko, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Kojima's Kojima, company. <laughs> it's Kojima Productions. You would think he'd have a say in it. So I don't know why
2: he. Maybe he doesn't that. know what director's cut means. No, because he <laughs> explained
0: it in one of those tweets. He's like, "A director's Cut's usually like." Yeah, that was when the, fir- you were the first
2: tweet. Was, the, was like a director's cut is like this. when a director gets to add stuff that the producers cut from right. the movie. Yeah. Okay. Back so in. He, yeah. And then he. Went on to say this isn't a director's cut.
0: Because it's all new stuff that we developed after the right. game came
2: out. Or oh, whatever. he's a wonderful
0: so, human I mean, being. Yeah. Just
3: full of Gotta love it. full of full of paradoxes. So maybe he's just saying that like this isn't like recycled or right. you know, stuff that like you could have seen or maybe was like alluded to in the original game. Yeah. he's trying to upsell that this game is like they stuff. put additional effort into it. Yeah. I think it's probably What's trying to be communicated.
2: But, like, did anybody think that that's what director's cut implied?
3: <laughs> right. Was anybody, like... I kind
0: of did after they put that racing in. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kojima's like, we need a, a Kira racing scene, and they're like, you can't put that in
1: there. Oh, I'm putting it in. <laughs> yeah, because the original Death Stranding was a very, um... Like, self-indulgent. Un- self-indulgent, exactly. If that was the word I was looking for. So, yeah, uh, well, director's it. cut doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah.
0: I just thought it was funny that he He's, named it a director's cut yeah. and then is like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, completely unrelated to Hideo Kojima. Blue Box Games announced that they're going to have a special trailer for their game, Abandon. Abandon. But to watch this trailer, you have to download an app on your PlayStation.
3: Yeah, this little team, this Something. little tiny blue box studios with one known developed their own app with one known employee has developed their own app that's a trailer that's gonna play a trailer for their game. It gets front page on the explore page on your PS five. It's thrown right in your face. And this is on. Mice must just have like a ton of money. You must be making the best game ever. There's no way this is connected I to I just can't wait. Any Hodeo's yeah. <laughs> Just to rub it in George's <laughs> smug face. I just think it's, it's a, just it's weird. A huge
2: it's ask so to watch weird. a trailer.
0: Like it's... that would have to be one special I can't think of I any...
2: mean, we're also talking about it, so maybe they yeah. just are really good at marketing we're, and they have a yeah. team that we're is. Who Among like...
0: Us won't download the stupid thing.
3: Oh, I'm fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's I'm just man. like we know that the PSN as an ecosystem is very like you have to pay a lot of money to be on the front page. They take a cut of your stuff. Like, I feel like you would have to either be one of their extremely studios, wealthy, or yeah, or you'd have to be someone tight with connected the PlayStation Network, it's all connected to get name. this kind of coverage for your game. It's all a red herring, George. <laughs> it's all a red herring. I guarantee
0: you will be disappointed by whatever this game
3: <laughs> I've already said, I don't care what the game is. I'm gonna, if, I'm it's, a, them if it's a triple A <laughs> horror game, I'm gonna buy it and play it. I don't yeah. care if it's Kojima or not, I don't care if it's Silent Hill. I'm yeah. not tied to it being that. I just think. The amount of, like, force behind this game and the amount of rumors and all the stuff around it is so strange. uh,
0: This might have been, I mean, who cares about timing, but didn't Bluebird Team just come out and say they're not working on a Silent Hill game? Like, didn't they make it official? That I thought it done?
1: was official, but that was a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. I thought I just saw well, I that the... like, there were a lot
0: of rumors that they were working on one, because they are working on two games currently. Yeah,
1: those rumors came out, like, right after the Medium was released, yeah, yeah. and I think they were confirmed a couple of oh, okay. weeks ago. Gotcha. But that was, I like, was that. they
3: were going to work on, they were basically going to do, like, a Sound Hill, like, an A and a B game, and they were going to be the B game, and then the A game was going to be developed by this Mysterious... We're never really getting another Sound Hill
0: <laughs> What was the last? Was Downpour the last one?
1: Mm, at, like three sixty. Yes. If you're not counting PT, that was the last. Remember when you one. dropped it off at my house? No. Never mind. Did you, I rented it, didn't I? You rented it
0: and then you let, you did like a five day rental and you beat it in like one day. So I was like, <laughs> just drop it off. I'll play it. You <laughs> and I get did it back. Yeah, we. I played it like the next two days and then we, I took it back.
1: <laughs> I remember I got pulled over by the police when I uh, rented <laughs> yeah, it. I remember that. So. I was at the family video and I was riding my bike and I had it in my backpack. And I guess like there had been a robbery in the area. So this cop pulled me over on as, as I, <laughs> on my bike as I was heading back home on one of the big streets. And he said, yeah, he explained the situation. Said, yeah, we've had, we had a burglary around here. Would you mind like opening your backpack? And I was like, and then he asked me what was in the backpack before I opened it. And I said... Oh, just, yeah, I was at Family Video, I rented a movie, and then you when he ran, <laughs> I lied, because I didn't want him to know I rented a fucking video game, <laughs> it's just like obscure Silent Hill game, I was very self-conscious about it. You should have wanted like a 20 minute, like, yeah. So now I'm sweating, because I'm like, oh man, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna put the cuffs on man, me, and maybe the riot act. <laughs> because, I, and then, and then I remember I he looked at it and goes, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a movie, it's a movie. <laughs> And then oh, he, you said that? Yeah, nice. I like said it like really quietly, but he <laughs> yeah, it definitely heard me. Oh, I was so it. ashamed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's not a movie. And then he was like, "Okay, thank you for your time. You're good to go. Nice." And then Apparently, I beat it.
0: And then you played a pretty, pretty decent Silent Hill. Game.
1: <laughs> that's a, it's a, it's not the best one, yeah, for yeah. sure. But it's, I like that game. It's better than Origins. Yeah, that's. I think I like it more than the room
0: too. But we, we'll have a Silent Hill day.
3: Oh, that'll be a deep dive. <laughs> I don't think
0: they're making another
3: one. I guess that was my point there. So what do you think Abandoned is, then? Just a game? Just a game. Just a game, Just a game made by Blue Box game. Studios? It looks like it's...
0: I don't know what engine. It looks good. It looked like the little bit we've seen. I guess
3: we'll find out when we download this app. We'll all find out. I think July 29th is the big reveal. Whatever <laughs> Abandoned <audacity>. is. The audacity. <laughs> <laughs> app
0: Day? Yeah, the App Day. When's that game? That's... There's no like date on it, right? I don't even know this this what it year. is. How does it ever release date? <laughs> I think it's supposed to come out this year. I'm
1: not sure. Regardless of whatever this ends up being, the fact that everybody's kind of speculating about this—it's a rare thing nowadays, and it is something you associate with Kojima. So,
3: like everything about this is so Kojima. But I can I feel like you're just saying. Not, I know. I know Dan Riker
0: mainstreamed and not- this idea, but I—I I think I said it before. that or before I knew it, he felt the same way, that the videos and trailers and guessing what Death Stranding was was, like, one of the funnest gaming experiences <laughs> I've mm-hmm. ever had, even though I haven't played the damn game. Like, <laughs> just seeing those trailers and, like, getting on Reddit and trying to decipher, like, okay, there were definitely World War One zombie yeah. guys in that black muck
1: stuff. And, there and they went game. down that guy's throat, and yeah. a baby popped his thumb out of his so, mouth. <laughs> so what we're doing right now is one of the best games of 2021. <laughs> I'm My not going to go that far. This <laughs> isn't nearly that level, but. It's weird, though. It's weird.
0: Oh, I forgot that Nickelodeon All-Star Brawler. You guys see that?
1: <laughs> People are, like, really excited about that. That game looks not great.
0: But it was a, it, it was a little too recent from the trailer I saw. It was, like, all the Nickelodeon's things, like, when I was too cool for Nickelodeon. <laughs> so oh, like after the, the Wild uh, Thornberrys
1: and, like, Danny Phantom. And Oh, that's lame, then. Yeah. I thought this was, like, mid-90s. Uh, you thought this uh, was 90s. Pete, Pete Yeah.
0: I don't think Pete and Pete's making the <laughs> Even, like, they, they would be sweet in a fighter, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, the Rugrats are going to be in it. Yeah, the I think stuff.
2: Reptar is in it.
0: Yeah, that would be sweet. I mean,
2: they had that uh, Mario Kart clone that had, like, the Ninja Turtles, but, like, the bad ones, and <laughs> oh. then also, like, Spongebob, Patrick, I'm and sure Sandy, sure. and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it was a really
3: weird like 7 person roster <laughs> from those 2 games but
0: this looks like it's going to be like a
3: fighting game right who's is it any, anybody reputable making it or
2: have you ever heard of Nintendo uh, in-
3: are they a little guy yeah I, no, think, I, I, have
2: no
0: I idea. think I've just,
2: heard
0: I don't know who the hell is making it up to 4 player brawler 20 stages
1: I don't know who's developing it though. probably someone good Seems like a, a game. Brawler? So is it a fighting game or like a 2D? It's like Super Smash Pokemon. Bros. with, yeah, okay. s- with Smash Bro- Nintendo Bros. clone or, uh, from what I can tell. So Nintendo they're just taking characters.
2: all the Nintendo stuff. Yeah, right. They exactly. did a Mario Kart clone, now they're doing a Smash Bros. clone. Yeah. They're like, it
3: works for them. They make money
2: on the it. The
1: only other Smash Brothers clone I can think of is that. Uh, Sony one? PlayStation, PlayStation All-Stars? All-Stars? Yeah. That game was actually really fun. I never played it. Speaking of PlayStation games,
0: Ghostwire Tokyo got got delayed into next year now, the only fun part about that is once again seeing like microsoft's playstation 5 exclusive <laughs> Tokyo.
3: yeah i mean it's it's one of those games that like you can't really be disappointed that yeah, you don't know what the hell it is yeah. you don't even know what it is so it's like
0: there's too much
3: coming out this fall yeah anyways. and 2022 is obviously stacked because i mean all the games they show up are... game pass yeah like a lot of those are coming out in 2022 we're getting like all the covid delay right delayed games Twenty twenty two is already super stacked so i don't know i just hope the producers are smart
1: enough to separate them a little bit and not release everything you don't have like four together.
3: games on every friday because yeah. <laughs> all that, oh, that game is going to come fog. out
0: the same day as something else you really want to play i guarantee you. <laughs> I think that it's all it for news. You guys see any other news stories out there? You want to touch on? Not really. I think that kind of covers up Where the dredges pretty light week as far as new releases go as well. Skyward Sword Switch version is coming uh, Friday. I'm, I definitely plan on playing that at some point. Probably not Friday, but
3: yeah, you know, I'm I, the same way. I really like that game, um, but it's not one that's like I need to buy it day one. I have a few other games on the back burner that i want to get to and but i do like i will play that game eventually on switch
2: yeah i've never played skyward sword and i'm not the biggest fan of motion control so i'm excited that we're getting like another option to play that game yeah i'm really interested that out. there's
3: that and i saw there was a couple other quality of life improvements where you know certain things in the game are kind of slimmed down and uh, menus are like easier and stuff so they're kind of trying to make it, like, this is the definitive version of that yeah,
2: they've. I think they've done a pretty good job with that in a lot of their re-releases. Like, Ocarina, when it came out on the 3DS, yeah. it had some big fixes. Um, Wind Waker on
3: the Wii U. Wind Waker was fantastic fixes. on the
0: Wii U. It was fantastic on the GameCube, yeah. so I'm not surprised.
3: <laughs> I'm honestly, that's got to be one they're, like, holy in their back pocket, right? For I don't know
0: what the deal is with not just... Putting everything because they could put all those games on there. For They've $60 already ported forty Wii U games to the Switch.
3: I mean, why is Wind Waker the one that they're not budgeting? Like on? maybe
0: the year two thousands, like the break, where any game before that they have to <laughs> charge forty dollars for, but anything after that they can totally still get away with charging sixty dollars for. And I would buy them all.
3: I mean, put the Wind Waker HD version out on Switch for one hundred and twenty dollars. people would yeah, buy that. That's true. That I game's mean, just so good. Yeah,
1: Skyward Sword is okay too. <laughs> <laughs> Among the console Zeldas, it sounds like it's unanimously the, like, one of the worst, right? You know what's That's weird
3: what to heard? me? It, it was like one of my first Zelda games. And it's like, it's definitely those, because they usually go in cycles where they'll have like, you know, kind of upbeat one, then like yeah, a dark one. Off the wall. And then usually the dark ones are kind of the like, more well-received in terms of like cult appreciation, right, and then right. the like, really... Uh, kind of more lighthearted ones are the ones that people are like, those are the ones you should avoid or they're whatever. And I really like that game. Like, I think I kind of like the more lighthearted ones just because I think that kind of suits the theming of Zelda a lot better in my mind. And I think that is cool because it's canonically also the first Zelda game. Like, you get a lot of the... It establishes, like, the Master Sword and yeah. the Hylian Shield and, you know, you get the green tunic for the first time. And, like, I think it's cool that it's very sets up a lore for a lot of the later games and it's just a fun game it has a lot of good characters uh,
0: i think the the motion stuff kind of killed it for a lot of people it's also a long game it's uh, one of the longer Zelda games so i think that hurts it i think it gets a bad rap i think that game's better than
1: i remember the first few hours being very tutorial heavy and you to skip a lot. it takes like style. six
0: hours to yeah. get get moving yeah,
3: and I think that's also due to the fact that it was, like you said, so reliant on motion controls. Like, yeah. To introduce the idea of that, like, you swing the sword like this, or like this. And you needed the better controller to use it, because you needed to have the, like,
0: yeah.
3: very, you know, you had and so it much being, fidelity on it. it just, between that
0: and the, it being the origin, like, those two. It's guys. just yeah. funny that they
1: felt like they had to use so much time getting people used to that when it's a very simple motion. It's way easier than hitting, right. not easier, but similar we And, Wii, and the Wii was always marketed as being the big mainstream machine that anybody could play right.
3: right and like feasibly it should be and like was very intuitive to play mm. I think it was just
1: I thought it
0: worked well it's just like I don't want to do this for <laughs> six hours like I'll do it play an hour of it
2: <laughs> fine but yeah, I think that's what's always kind of scared me away from it is it's like a 25 hour game or something like that and it's all motion controls and it's like I could deal with like a six hour game that I'll play over a weekend or something. But I don't want every night to go home from work and then have to like stand there and swing the sword for <laughs> yeah, three hours. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I'm kind of kind of curious how the change because they're doing like the
3: analog stick swings right, now, where it's like you just point the analog where you want it to go and then it chops. Right, I'm, you know what yeah, that I'm...
2: reminds me of.
3: Star Wars Obi Wan on the original, <laughs> which was a sweet
2: game, revolutionary, great, great controls. <laughs> like, yeah, twenty years ahead of its the time. The best
3: launch titles of all time. Yeah, I'm also curious, like how well that works. If like I'm, I want to see what the consensus is on how good the button controls are.
0: Yeah, I wonder when we'll get reviews on that.
2: Do you guys know if you can jump between? I would assume it's like when control? you boot it up yeah, and you I, pick. I assume it's a options. I want to try out deals. both, but. I definitely feel like I'm going to. I
3: mean, the Joy Cons have to be more precise than, precise than and, what the even yeah. the Wii Motion Plus controller yeah, was. for sure. So, You'd think so. So I'm sure that, like, you could use them and even, like, it'd be They're a, a, little a, a little less comfortable to hold. And That's true. A little less
2: sword like. Yeah. Like, I have big hands and holding a Joy Con. That's like I the like tic tac. I feel like I'm hitting all the buttons at the same <laughs> time. So, like, being. like... Being forced to use one of them as a joystick and then also swing it or something like that isn't going to be something I'm going to be super pleased about. But I'll try it out. Yeah.
3: We got anything else coming out this week?
2: Nah, we're
0: in the
3: in the dog days. Good time to clear out your backlog. Play Lost Dimensions. I the times. Of four
0: goddamn game. <laughs> I'm stressed.
3: <laughs> I got some work to do.
0: All right. Unless you guys got anything else, I think that does it for this episode of adult lesson show.